to today's travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Bank Holiday Monday, the 29th of May. And I hope that anybody who was caught up in Saturday's failure of the IT system that controls the e-gates at British airports um, has now finally got through. And I want to talk about, well, not quite what went wrong, but how the system works and why it is particularly vulnerable. So, e-gates have been with us really for the past decade and they've provided, whatever you might think, um, a pretty good service. Here's how it works at bigger airports, and of course that includes Heathrow, Gatwick, Stansted, Manchester and many others. Um, British travellers, as well as those from the European Union, from Switzerland, from Canada, the US... Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Japan and South Korea can just come in to the UK with nothing more than the machine on which you plonk down your passport, reading the chip inside it, having a look at your facial biometric and deciding whether, first of all, it's your passport, secondly, whether it's valid, thirdly, that it's you standing in front of them and fourth, that you're not wanted by Interpol. Very straightforward. The transaction generally takes just a few seconds and is actually much more efficient than manual processing. Can't be used for children under 12. That's because um, it is believed that faces change too much among younger children. But um, for most nationalities, uh, 12 and over family groups can go through quite happily. It means that certainly 70% of all arrivals are processed in normal times through e-gates. And that means that the other 30% of arriving passengers can be processed more thoroughly by fewer UK Border Force staff. And the whole business model of UK Border Force is based on the fact that you will have a lot of people, the majority of people coming through the e-gates. Yeah, there's a little bit of scrutiny. There are people watching. Um, they're, they're also analysing behaviour as well to see if there's anything untoward among people using the e-gates. But it's generally very slick and very straightforward until it goes wrong. I've been looking at some figures, and this is from a home office, uh, this is from uh, a study that actually was done for the government in uh, the during the COVID pandemic, but it's looking at um, failures in e-gates at uh, various locations in the last three months of 2019. So that was um, pre-pandemic. And on 23 dates, so that's one in four of the uh, possible dates at a single uh, e-gate installation, i.e. a single airport terminal, um, all of the gates were unavailable and on a similar number, over half of them were unavailable. Um, that's a, a worrying number and it's also the case that um, fixing the things is a little bit slow. All of these are provided and all the technology is underwritten by a company called Vision Box. You may not have heard of them. They're based in Lisbon. They're a multinational company and effectively they've been running it fairly well but 
the uh, inspectors, when they had a look at this, well, first of all, they were slightly miffed that they couldn't get full details of what the service levels were. But they also commented there wasn't great communication when things went wrong. And things most definitely went wrong. Um, I don't know exactly the technology that works. I do know that each e-gate um, has to uh, verify the the person in front of them which is actually a fairly good self-contained thing but of course they also need to reach into the database about um, possible criminality and that uh, did not appear to be working as a result well all the 70 uh, percent who would have been getting through more quickly are suddenly finding that they have to go through the uh, manual uh, checks so effectively you line up and a female or male officer looks at you and um, decides if you're that person um, they will also need to run your passport through their uh, system and that the, the, the technology for that was working but unfortunately the um, uh, the rest of it wasn't now the Home Office stresses that they will always check every passport. Um, you might possibly recall that there was a, a furore when um, Theresa May was Home Secretary and a boss of UK Border Force talked openly about, well, you know, if things are really building up and we've got a holiday flight coming in from Spain and we know that everyone's basically just going to be a Brit returning home, we might wave them through. That was absolutely stamped on. Everybody needs to be checked. And that just takes a considerable amount of time. And since the border force was only staffed up, and this was Friday night up until about tea time on Saturday, only staffed up for the number of people required then um, uh, w w assuming e-gates it was impossible for them to respond as uh, uh, without building up huge numbers of delays and that's exactly what happened um, all very miserable terrible advertisement for the UK in terms of welcoming tourists and business visitors here and thank goodness it was fixed but there will be Many questions to be asked, and I'll be asking some of them about how this could happen and what is being done to stop it happening again. Anyway, something which will be happening again is tomorrow's travel podcast. But for now, from me, Simon Calder, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again on Tuesday. Goodbye. <laughs>